Welcome to this 15-minute podcast brought to you by Home Instead Senior Care, the UK's leading home care franchise company. My name is Imogen Clark and my role is Franchise Development Manager. For six years now, I've been helping people like you to transform their lives by setting up a business that has so much to offer. When people are joining the Home Instead family, they will typically have questions about franchising in general and be interested to learn more about how we operate and most importantly, what they can expect from home instead. This podcast series aims to give you an insight into the world of franchising, and in particular, a franchising with home instead senior care. In this episode, we are going to share our top tips for making sure you buy the franchise that is right for you. So let's get on to our six tips. You've decided to set up your own business and are looking at franchising. Well done on this excellent decision. You're probably already aware that buying a franchise is the least risky way of starting a business. Stats from the most recent NatWest slash BFA survey tell us that the franchise business failure rate is less than 1%. And bear in mind that around half of all non-franchise startups fail within the first five years. You've narrowed it down and are looking for a franchise. How do you go about finding the one that's right for you? After all, there are so many to choose from. So knowing I had this podcast coming up, I started to think about really what I would look for when buying a franchise. So for me, the top six would be ethos and values, passion and interest, skill set and knowledge, market and growth potential, the support on offer, and then finally the earning potential. And I'm going to go through each of these in more detail now. So let's talk about ethos and values. Firstly, how important are ethos and values to you? And then look at how important they are to the franchisor you're talking to. Do they match? So for me, ethos and values are very important. So it's really important that I work for a company that has similar values to myself. Be sure to ask the franchisor you're speaking to about their ethos and their values and what really drives them. It's one of the first things we look for when speaking to potential new franchisees, and it's something that we assess through every interaction we have with them. The second thing to consider is passion and interest. Can you really get excited about the business sector that you're going into and the product or services being offered? Is there a personal driver there? What's getting you through the day? What's getting you to meet your goals? Is there something in your life which means this business resonates? For example, a lot, but not all, of our franchisees come to home instead because they've experienced poor care for a loved one. They want to deliver the best possible care in their local community so older people don't experience what perhaps they and their loved ones experienced. We also have a number of franchisees with a background in the army. Home instead resonates with them because from being in the army, you've got that real family feel of working together to one mission, which is very similar to Home Instead and our own ethos. It's down to you to run the business, recruit a team, promote the business, and then manage that team as well. There'll inevitably be highs and lows. As for most of you, this will be your first venture into owning and running an independent business. So it really needs to excite you. If you're having a down day, you've really got to think about that driver and why you're doing this. Because without that, you know, work for you just will not be an enjoyable experience. You'll dread walking through the door on a Monday morning. And when you go home at night, was it a rewarding day? Did you make a difference? How did your team feel? Those are the questions that you need to ask yourself. 
The next tip is skill set and knowledge. Here we're talking about general business skills. Do you understand the business skills that are required to run the franchise that you're looking at? If, as is the case with Home Instead, you're buying into a management franchise, you don't need to know how to deliver the actual care, but you will need general business acumen. Be ambitious, have good people skills, ideally with experience in managing people, but also be financially astute. We mentioned in a previous podcast that the majority of our franchisees do not have a background in care, but they have transferable business skills. You need to identify what those are and whether you have them. So is your skill set relevant and a match for the business you are thinking of going into? You should ask the franchisor what skills they see as being important to run a successful franchise with them. The next tip is to look at the market and also the growth potential of that market. Have you researched it? Do you know who the potential consumer will be? Uh, Whether that's a growing trend? Is it a growth market? In particular, be wary of businesses that are jumping on current trends that may not have longevity. Let's assume that you're in this business for the long term, that you want to run it for the next five to 10 years, Or even, as is the case with a number of our franchisees, you want to pass this business on to family in later years. Is that franchise that you're looking at, that product or service, still an attractive option? Don't be afraid to ask the franchisor of their plans to develop as trends change. A good franchisor will always have a strategy for the future. And speaking of strategy, you as a franchisee will be expected to write your own business plan. That will set out what you understand about the business. It will talk about your skills and how you will be able to run a successful franchise, but it will also look at your own goals, short-term and long-term. We at Home Instead offer lots of guidance and support in creating your own business plan to look at your future plans for your business. Our fifth tip is to look at the support on offer. So what support is available from the national or head office? This is something that varies massively from franchisor to franchisor. So look at the ratio. So the number of people working within the national office or head office compared to the number of franchisees. Because if you've got a very small team at the head office or national office with a large number of franchisees, that's quite a lot of resource to put onto a small number of people. Look at the initial training. So what do you get coming in? What kind of support do you have versus the ongoing training? So is it really heavily packaged at the beginning, but your ongoing kind of tails off or is it continuous? So at home instead, we have internal teams for pretty much all of the support needed to run a successful franchise. So that includes marketing support. So this is something you should be asking the franchisors you're speaking to. So we have a dedicated marketing team to support. Sector-specific support. So particularly in the home care sector, our franchisees are regulated by government standards. So in-house, we have a team of quality support partners who will go out and visit our franchisees and their teams to make sure they know exactly what they're doing. Does the franchisor support on HR and employment advice? As a Home Instead franchisee, you've got access to 24-7 HR support and guidance. Do you have a business mentor 
Are they setting key performance targets? Do they understand your business and where you want it to grow? That's something we actively support for at home instead. Somebody that will build a really strong relationship with you because the more we understand you, the more we understand where you want your business to get to. And then look at the network. Do the other franchisees work collaboratively together? And is it encouraged by the head office? Do they have systems in place where franchisees can share with each other, particularly once you get to a similar growth point? For all of the above, in terms of the support that I've just talked about, make sure you're asking if this is provided as part of your franchise fee and royalty fee, or are they charged separately? As we've said in a previous podcast, with franchising, you're going into business for yourself, not by yourself. So make sure that you're not. And finally, the last tip for this podcast is the earning potential. Is this a business that allows you to earn what you need to support yourself and your family? Have you looked at what other franchisees in the network are earning? And when can you expect to hit break-even point? Now, this is something that when you meet with a franchisor, they'll be able to discuss with you. When I meet potential franchisees, we go through the P&L for the first five years and go through line by line each of the costs so they absolutely understand what's going into that business. So with most businesses, you won't be making a profit for the first two years or so, but you should be able to incorporate a salary into your projections and therefore into the loan for the banks. Bear in mind that banks are amenable to financing proven franchise businesses. At home instead, I'll also go through a personal survival budget with you so you can understand how much you need to bring in month on month to be able to support your lifestyle. Most franchisors will have really great working relationships with a number of different banks to get the best lending option for their franchisees. So please make sure you ask about that when meeting franchisors. We actually have a podcast coming up soon where we're going to be speaking to three different banks and talking about financing and lending. Well, that's it for this episode. I hope these tips have been useful for you. If you have any topics you'd like us to discuss, please let us know. You can contact me for any advice directly on 01925 732 460 or email franchise at homeinstead.co.uk. Thank you for listening. 